listening to the Franchise Podcast Network, presented by Lucky Star Casino. KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. Now, the Oklahoma City Thunder postgame show, presented by U.S. Cellular on 1077 The Franchise. 1077 The Franchise. It's the Franchise First Take Thunder postgame show. Matt Burton, Drake Vitito, and Maddie Goldfish along with us tonight. Hello. Let's go. Even though the game ended on a very it did. sour it, note. But I'm ended, still, yes. still glad to be here with you, though, bros. We appreciate you. Happy to have you. Shout out to Aubin. Hopefully Aubin uh, feels better. She was not feeling well tonight. And uh, hopefully oh, she's doing good. Yes. Hopefully, yes. The the new uh, franchise postgame show mascot, Aubin's dog, Gus. Hopefully Gus is doing well uh, as well. Thunder lose tonight, 124 to 117. To the Utah Jazz up in Salt Lake City. Cannot do the Oklahoma versus Utah double as OU men's basketball gets the win over BYU. They avoided the the sweep. OU basketball needed the win more, though. Very, very true. They did. So, you know, if we had to pick one. This brings the Western Conference standings, by the way. Thunder now, uh, I say fall. Uh, They're 35 and 16. There's a new lead atop the Western Conference standings, and that would be the one L.A. Clippers, 34-15 and 15, um, on the year. There is a, what would be a three-way tie for a second, but obviously you can't tie in the seedings. It's a big log jam. Three teams, the Thunder, the Timberwolves, and Nuggets, are all tied at 35-16 and 16 on the year. And the, next, and the next closest team to the fourth-place Nuggets is... The Kings at five, and there are a full five games yeah. behind what is now that log jam. The log jam. For yes. a second. So um, I think it's safe to say the, the top of the Western Conference has in large part been solidified when you talk about top four seeds. It's just however they shake out. It's just however the season plays out for each of those. Absolutely. Shout out to uh, our guy William Davis joins us on the, uh, the what Twitch up, stream. Will? What's going on, William Davis? My guy, we got uh, first off to Maddie Goldfish. How are you? It's been it's been a while. You you have joined us once on the post game show this year. How are we doing? Let's I do a little check in. I'm doing fantastic. Living my best goldfish life in 2024. Of course, Love to hear it. Um, been enjoying the Thunder because I've actually got to watch them this season, and I've wanted to watch them because they play a dang good ba- brand of basketball. That's right. Just tonight. It didn't. They didn't. They couldn't pull through. It was like the last, I don't know, five minutes of the third quarter into Dude. the fourth quarter. They couldn't buy a bucket from anybody. And I was saying earlier, every time I want J Dub to be my new favorite Thunder player officially, <laughs> Aaron Wiggins comes out of nowhere mm-hmm. like a superhero and starts draining threes. He'll drive to the basket. He'll do whatever the Thunder team needs him to do: get a good rebound, get a steal, whatever it is. And then I'm like, oh yeah, Aaron Wiggins. He just does the dang thing every stinking night. I love to watch it. You know, the scoring drought. The Thunder were stuck on 92 for what felt five like and a half I mean, minutes. Yeah, five and a half minutes. Yeah. Um, this game, the end of this game, felt a lot like the last meeting with the Clippers. You kind of just got the quintessential Paul George experience, except that came from two guys tonight. Yeah. And Keontae George, the rookie out of Baylor, and one Lori Markinen, who we have hit some big time shots. Both of those dudes oh, kind of just separated themselves from the pack. Um, 
I'll also I'm also going to give a quick shout out, maybe not a shout out, but just a note to Chris Dunn. I know it's not a name that, you know, is noted a whole lot on this program and just national media in general outside of Salt Lake City, but um his job on Shea might go a little unnoticed tonight, but four steals on the night. He uh, he did pretty well. He did pretty pretty well on his assignment um, all night. And honestly, it's one of those that you like. We talk about the Jeremy Grants and the Herb Joneses. Chris is not on that level, but like he has always been able to do a a, a pretty dang good job on SGA. And just in, in general, he's he's one of the best perimeter defenders. You know, as far as just like guarding other teams' point guards, yeah, in the NBA, he's had a weird like career arc. I remember he was a five star coming out of high school, Is like a Bulls? top five player. Yeah, he was for most of his career. Yeah, he was on the Bulls. I think he was on the Timberwolves uh, as well. And then I think he's bounced around after that. But he was a five star coming out of high school, and he went to Providence. And I was like, why go? Hey. Go Friars. It's my yeah. favorite mascot in D1 basketball. Go Friars, for sure. Uh, but went up to go play for Ed Cooley. And then, also, like, had a, had a decent freshman season at, at Providence. And then, not decent enough to get, I guess, get get drafted where he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, came back next year. Which, I, at the time, at the time, whenever he was, you know, coming out of high school, it was like, okay, yeah, if you're a top five you know, recruit in the country. Yeah. You're one and done. Like you're, you're. It's pretty much automatic. You're going to get drafted, and he didn't. I mean, he went back for a sophomore year and then got drafted after that. But he just had a weird kind of career arc. That you know, being a five star out of high school, sometimes that works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, it's worked out for him. Obviously, he's played a long time in the NBA, but just not like to the level I thought. Sorry, I got on my no. That's uh, that's fine. My Chris Dunn rant there. at the at the end of the game though. I I mean, Lori. Lori and Keontae just kind of took over. I mean, if this tells you anything about the night Lori Markinen had tonight and just the season that Lori Markinen has been having in general, tonight he ended with 33 points, 11 rebounds on 12 of 18 <laughs> field goals, and 5 of 7 uh, three-pointers. And only Luca has had more games with 30-plus points, 10-plus rebounds, and 5-plus uh, three-pointers <laughs> made this season. I mean, he's he's truly he's a star. He is. And he and and it's crazy to think where his beginnings were in Chicago, and just the role he played on that team, and how just having that fresh scenery, that fresh location, dude, it was just it molded even him that. into into what he is now. It was that one summer he had with Finland. Yeah, that's right. Where they were just like, all right, Laurie, you're definitely our best player. We'll just run everything through you. You do whatever you want, and he played great. And then everyone was like, what if? What if he just did that here? You talk, yeah. like what if what if we just had him do that here? And then he went and served his country. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, it's a story, man. It's hopefully, a good story. Hopefully, this game maybe puts to bed any of the. Oh, do you think that they could send Josh Giddy in <laughs> five first round picks for Laurie Markkinen? No, there is a. That's not happening. That is on your laptop. Um, I don't even know what that was. That's okay. It's okay. There's a reason that Danny just don't Ainge, let it happen again. There's a there's a reason that Danny Ainge, when all those teams made those calls for right. Lori, he said, "Sure, but he's worth your superstar." Right. It's it's it's. Hey, again, I've been trying to say this as much as possible. If the Thunder call about Lori, there you go. Okay, J Dub. It starts with J Dub. Yeah, and the, the Thunder just aren't going to do that. But like, yeah, it's just- there's going to be some team that might try to do that, but I don't think it's going to be the Thunder. Like it's it's just not. 
going to happen. But, I mean, Larry Markman was great tonight. Uh, like you mentioned, his stats, they were awesome. Uh, Keontae George, man. The back-to-back the threes were killer. God, down the stretch, Keontae George, four of six from three. Uh, just I apologize for all the short jokes. Yes, you did make some short jokes for Keontae George. Um, but, I mean, too, it's not like he just had anyone guard. Like, Lou Dort was on yeah. Keontae George. He's put some great moves and hit some great shots. Like, I don't even mm-hmm. think it was bad defense by Lou Dort. It just sometimes... Really tough threes. In the National Basketball Association, you just have to tip your cap because in, guys are just that good. In the era of, in which offenses are better than ever, I mean, that's just all you can do is sometimes is after that shot is made, you yeah. just... He did, Lou Dort did what he's supposed to. I mean, got a hand up. He was there. It just, you hit a great shot. So, I mean, you move great along. offense in the NBA will beat great defense. Yeah. Just got to move along happens. to the next play, All-American Rejects. Uh, for the, uh, love that, uh, my paper heart. Stillwater zone. Will bleed right now just because of this result here. Maddie, do you have one? I do, but I'm just enjoying it too much. <laughs> they were absolutely fantastic Keontae when they played George. this summer. That was a great show. Keontae George gave the gave the Thunder hell tonight. He, he really did. And it's it started kind of maybe from like the swing swing passes that they were making. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time to move along. All right. That was the last one. That Thank was you. the last one. Thank you. Um, no, I, I think I think this was one of Chet's best games, too. I mean, he followed it up. Uh, what was that? The Nuggets game with no Jokic where I, I came on here like, okay, he's had better stats uh, than this, like better, like more points. He scored more points than this. You know, he's hit more threes than this. He's probably had more blocks than this, but as a whole, that was maybe his best game. I think tonight he might've won up to it. I thought he was awesome tonight. 22 points, four of six from downtown had eight rebounds, three steals, four blocks. Like he was, he was just everywhere. And especially early on, uh, you know, in that first half, man, he, uh, he was feeling it from behind the arc. Just, Awesome from Chet Holmgren tonight. There was a couple of times, too, where the Thunder would um, stretch out those leads, especially in the beginning of the third quarter. Um, I just thought he was more aggressive on the boards tonight. He was able to get some timely offensive rebounds. Um, I know that, you know, for the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about maybe the, the rookie wall hitting him and, um, you know, the schedule that the Thunder has had for the past month and a half has been nothing short of just gargantuan um, in nature. And you just felt like it may have been catching up with him um, Chet Holmgren, though we're rookie, but it was it was very nice seeing. This is like a couple of games now where he's kind of stacked together some some pretty good performances. Um, just seemed like he was more aggressive tonight. I don't know if Walker Kessler had anything to do with that. Just in the back of your mind, um, not another same, young big guy. That, yeah, yeah, you know, like known for you know blocking, being a really good paint protector. Um, so it's always good when you have a similar type matchup against someone like that. But no, just no notes from Chet tonight. Like you said, Matt, he he's a uh, He's had some some great games, and this one is definitely up there as one of the best of his his young fledgling career. It did feel like a little bit, um, and to, to kind of touch on Williams' point here uh, on Twitch, so I don't understand why OKC couldn't score in the second half. I mean, yeah, they they went through a big drought, like like Matty G mentioned earlier. Um, you know, towards the end of that third quarter, start of the fourth, and uh, really, what kind of stuck out to me is I thought I thought Utah got a little bit physical with with Oklahoma City tonight and and not saying that Oklahoma City backed down by any means but I think that it it kind of you know it, it frustrated them a little bit I mean Utah is one of those teams that we talk about like a Minnesota where they have you know three big guys that at any moment in time during the game they're gonna have two of those guys out there 
between Walker Kessler, Markinen, and uh, Kelly Olynyk. Um, and not only that, like John Collins is a is a pretty big guy too. So like they are they're a big big team, and uh, they're it, a it great five hundred team. I mean, oh, yeah. they are. I mean, when you talk about teams that are in and around the five hundred mark, Utah is probably the best out of all of them. I mean, they're also seventeen and seven at home. They're yeah. really really good at home, and you could tell they've dealt with some by, injuries. Yeah, and by watching just watching the game tonight when they went on those runs, you could tell that. I mean, the crowd uh, definitely played a factor. But I don't know. I think it's a little bit of a mix, especially tonight, right? Like Jada had a great game coming back. You had. Uh, I don't, it's tough to say, really, just to to point a finger at one simple thing. I do think the physicality, not say like you said, not saying that the Thunder did just an awful job trying to reciprocate, reciprocate. I don't reciprocate, recipro- yes, reciprocate. Yes, excuse me. Um, but I also just think it's they were making shots at yeah. timely moments. I mean, sometimes when you're playing the highest level of basketball in the world, sometimes the simplest answers are the right ones. And I think for tonight, you can look at all the stats. From all the individual players, you can look at the team stats. I will say points in the paint tonight was a little yeah. alarming. Um, Jazz absolutely just dominated in that aspect. But for the most part, I mean, it, the game really came down to those the, a, a couple of key moments there, late in the third and then um, late in the fourth, that just kind of that swing momentum that ended up just having a couple of players make really good shots. What would you have said if I told you before the game, that the Thunder were going to shoot 51% from three while shooting 37 of them. Yeah. 19 of 37 from three. Now, I would have told you that that's probably the best. I don't even know what kind of stat you would call that. Just if you had to give me one stat yeah. to solidify a sort of game, I'd probably go three point. Mm-hmm. How many they made and the percentage of those. And then I'd probably say rebounding is close to that. Um, but I would have told you that that would have been maybe a, a far and away a Thunder win. Yeah. I mean, that, 19 of 37 is what the uh, the Thunder shot from three tonight, and it was still not enough to get it done. Uh, yeah, Again, not like to bring back up old wounds, if you will, but... No, we do, we do that here. 15 offensive rebounds. This yeah. was a thing that I kept stressing early on this year that is something that I think could rear its ugly head against this Thunder team, um, you know, especially it just without the – it's really just Chet as, as a big guy, right? J-Dub does the best he can, uh, you know, and it's it was a tough matchup tonight with J-Dub going against Larry Markkinen, who he's given up, what, six inches of height to, you know, yeah. like it's, it's a tough matchup, but Utah 15 offensive rebounds tonight, and you mentioned – the points in the paint that definitely uh, contributed to 60, it 60 yeah. points in the paint for the Jazz compared to uh, the 36 that the Thunder were able to get. I thought, too, if and this is a point we've been making all season, um, OKC gets out rebounded 48 to 32, um, and the turnover di- differential wasn't enough. It started off really, really well. I think they had seven going into like the second quarter. I mean, they were on fire, just hands in the passing lanes, being active. Um, but the problem is, if you're going to get out rebounded by that much, you just you have to do more on those other aspects. And the fact that the Jazz were able to get 11 of their own kind of kind of xed out um, that big factor, which is so huge, game in and game out for this Thunder team, especially when they're um, giving up that much advantage on the re- on the boards. Um, so I'm not going to point to. These these is the reason why I think there were just some key moments in the game, specifically late, where Utah just had the dudes that ended up making the shots. 
Um, but there are some other things that we can definitely point to to see, like, well, why were we in this position in the first place? Uh, this is per Thunder PR. So Chet Holmgren finished with 22 points, eight rebounds, four blocks. It's his sixth game with at least three three-pointers made and three blocks, most ever by a rookie. I mean, <laughs> just so, he had a great game tonight. It's so great, too. Your, not, your mic is not on. Sorry. It's okay. It's so great, too, because... Most of those threes are wide open. Yeah. I mean, when, and and I'll talk about this too in a little bit, but not only were they open threes, but those are threes that when they were playing, um, when Utah hadn't gone to a zone yet, just man to man. um, And that's just, that's bread and butter. That's bread and butter for the Thunder. I mean, the the problems that this team has on offense is when those switches are made. We saw it um, about midway through the fourth, maybe even earlier. Um, I just caught it midway through the fourth. It's when they go to zone. Um, I actually think the Thunder did an okay job with the looks that they got out of when Utah went to a zone. It's just they weren't making all of them. Um, but no, that's it's crazy. It's crazy to watch it's and nuts. just kind of experience the 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 season that Chet has had. Just and you can really just point to this team as a whole, like fighting for a number one seed yeah. in the Western Conference with the the all-star break right around the corner well let's get out of here for this first segment coming up we'll have uh maddie g take us around the association it's the franchise first take thunder post game show it's the only post game show where you are going to uh hear us just weave in uh, all american rejects titles into conversation right. it's the only show that you're going to hear that on it's the franchise first take thunder post game show brought to you by u.s cellular back to the franchise oklahoma city thunder post game show presented by u.s cellular on 1077 the franchise 1077 the franchise it's the first take thunder post game show Matt Burton, Drake Vitito, and Maddie Goldfish. The Thunder lose tonight, 124 to 117 up the, in Salt Lake City. The Jazz said it ends tonight. They did. Oh, God. And they said they're <laughs> going to give us hell, man. <laughs> Thunder won the first two oh. matchups. Jazz responded. They were sick and tired of losing. They said this ends tonight. I love it. And we're not done yet, people. (laughs) Badman on Twitch says, sup all. What's going on, Badman? Just talking about this uh, this Thunder loss. And what it does to my paper heart. Yes. And, yeah, I mean, we're weaving in All-American Reject song titles throughout this whole show. (sighs) Which I love. I'll get over it. (laughs) But don't tell anybody. It's our dirty little secret. Ah, there it is. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah, bad man. Yeah, fills it out at the end. It is kind of sad, but hey, all is not lost. It'll just, all be okay. Just the one seed. Yeah, just the For one now. seed. For now. I will say They're this. They're still at two based on tiebreakers. The Thunder is still at two. Yeah. I will say this. They get a much-needed three-day break. Yes, they do. And I honestly, we might have to look it up. I don't remember the last time they had a three-day break. It's either been one or two, and it feels like it's been one day or two days Dude, after for a January. Team. Yeah, after I'm January, serious. 17 games in January. That's just insane. <laughs> Did they get a three day break in January? I don't think so. We were doing post games hot and heavy. I don't think the math would allow them to have a. I don't think no. they played yeah, 17, 17 games, games yeah. in 31. Yeah, so yeah. that yeah, that wouldn't not the math would not compute. So it's a. Uh, 
I know there's a couple of full game slates the next couple of days too. So I'm I'm assuming the Clippers, T Wolves, Nuggets might all get a couple of games in um, before Saturday, which is a two p a two yeah. p Saturday start in Dallas. First game in Dallas since what the thirty o run that oh. almost swamped the Thunder. We don't talk about that night. <laughs> we, that, we have we have buried that night. That is the most deep. helpless I've ever seen a team, any level, any sport. We have uh, we we don't you just bury it and you don't bring it back up again like in Ricky Bobby like That's hey right. it'd be really nice to if, you know if you slingshot me in for a victory one time well if <laughs> if you win Cal, how how am I gonna win. <laughs> You know, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Don't bring it up again. <laughs> Bury it deep and don't bring it up again. Okay, right. Drake? Don't bring up the 30 I will run. say this, though. If you're worried about the game on Saturday, I think Dallas is in a much, much worse place, both yeah. in the standings and mentally, than they were uh, in the game now. So um, to each his own. To each his own. Matty G. If you please. We, we don't even need seatbelts for Matty G. We know that. We don't need seatbelts. As he takes us around the association. I would appreciate it, though, if you put your tray tables in the upright and secure position. Phone's off. Done. Remember, safety first, teamwork second. All right, let's go around the association today. Uh, We will start in the Rockets and Pacers game. And it's so funny to me as a 90s basketball fan growing up, all these games are like double the scores of what the 90s basketball games are, and it just blows my mind. Uh, The final, the Pacers came out with the victory 132-129 to over the Rockets. Jalen Green had 30 points in three rebounds with one assist. Siakam had 29 points. He went... Three for four from the free throw line. Shot 68% from the field. And uh, Sengun had six assists. He had one turnover in his 35 minutes. Shout out to the Rockets. One for losing. Two for the great pick that the Thunder own in the uh, 2024 draft. That is up to what, 10 now? Don't look now. It's up to 10. Oh, my goodness. And they also have pick 12? Uh, 13. 13. 13, because the Jazz. It's the Jazz pick. So Oh. Well, you shouldn't have told me that. No, no, I'm sorry. Now, now you're actually depressed. Now yeah. I have that straight jacket feeling. <laughs> uh, for the next game, we will take a trip to Southern Florida where the Orlando Magic took on the Miami. There we go. O- Oklahoma coming out on that one. Miami <laughs> Heat. Miami. Uh, the Heat won this game 121 to 95. Bancaro had 23 points. He was 8 for 12 from the free throw line. Almost shot. A little over 40%, 43 43.8%. And then uh, Jimmy Butler was the high scorer on the other side. And I love he still has his emo bangs in this picture. 23 points, 66.7% field goal percentage. And 9 for 12 from free throw. We've talked about this, uh, Drake and I. I don't think that you were were on. What? Okay, so looking at Jimmy Butler's emo photo. Yes. What's what's his go-to emo band? Hawthorne Heights. Oh, that's a really it's good I one. I can't make it on my own. Can't make it on Definitely, he's Hawthorne Heights, 100%. Oh, that's a good one. That's Ohio's good for one. lovers, man. God, that's a great song. God, Nikki FM. Oh, go, my goodness. Do you want to go duo? Do you want to go duo? What, the song we <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think we all now, know I what said, album's playing on our way home tonight. Oh, absolutely. Just I, I'm going to throw on my email playlist and, and go crazy. Uh, what did you say? What did you say? 
his was? Uh, what did I say? Was I Prom Parade? Uh, yes, I, I it think. was May. Yours was May Day Parade, yeah. which love that Jamie yeah. all over. He would, yeah. Yeah. and then I, I, I just kept it simple. I thought that, you know, Welcome to the Black Parade did a lot for a lot of people. Yes, I think Jimmy Butler was definitely my chemical romance. But, guy. but recently you said tonight will be the night that, that I, I will fall, fall for you. you. Over again. <laughs> a little secondhand yeah. serenade. Oh yeah. Sorry, that's just that I, was, had get your, I had to no, get your opinion on it. I need to celebrate I, losses more. <laughs> you just need to have me day. on the show for all the losses. We'll just gloss over everything. That's right. All right, so we will go to the next game around the association. It was the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie Irving, 39 minutes, 36 points, two rebounds, five assists. I feel like he's doing quite fine since coming back from his injury. Uh, then on the other side, the high score was Bridges. He had 28 points, shot 52.4 from the field and went one from one from the free throw line. And then Luca, have you guys seen the stat line on this yet? I've not. No. How, how many rebounds do you think Luca got tonight? Since you're making a point of it, I'm going to guess. I, I was going to say 12. I'll add four. I'll go 16. Oh, I was going to go 17. That's perfect. Ooh, Burton was a little closer. 18. Oh. And he would have won Price is Right rules I as would have, well. yeah. Yeah. Didn't go over. All right. In I the next game. That's a stupid rule, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we have the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Who Was it tonight the game that they were down like 13 people, or was that last night? It's every night, it feels like. Uh, yeah, now. you are kind of correct on that one. But uh, they lost to the Knicks, who have been on a tear since that trade. The top performers in this game were Williams for Memphis. He had 19 points, 35% field goal shooting, and 4 for 4, four, for four from the free throw line. And then DiVincenzo was the high scorer for the Knicks. He had 32 points. Good job for him. Represent Italians everywhere. And uh, field goal, 66.7%. And then he was four from five for the line. Our Italian brother. Exactly. Italian stallions. Uh, And then we have the Bulls, who are down big to the Timberwolves. And they came back in overtime to win, 129 to 123. Edwards had 38 points, 50 or 46.2 from the free uh, field goal. And then uh, Colby White was a high scorer for the Bulls. He had 33 points and 52.4 field goal percentage. I was late tonight, but I have yeah. a widget at home where I can see the NBA scores live. Oh, nice. And the Timberwolves were up by like 20 for most of the first Jeez. half. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. Dude, Kobe White. I, okay, I, I get in. Kobe White would be my most improved player. If, yeah. if I had a vote, which obviously I don't, but uh, I looked, I just looked at the odds. He's third right now. Okay. So in second is Alperin Shingoon. Okay. Which, okay. Get it. That's fine. Yeah. In first, and I get why, but I felt like everybody could see it coming with Maxi. <sighs> he played great last year. I know they had James Harden. So, you know, yeah, he didn't like, have the ball as much. And I get the uptick and, and all this stuff. But I think we could all see that coming. It's with, just like a duh moment. With like, Tyrese Max. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, he gets more usage. And he's right. like just adding on to what he was already kind of doing. So, like, I, I get I get it. Right? He's getting more usage. More things are happening. He's he's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I don't think any of us saw that like Kobe White playing this, this well like, no. for, for the Chicago Bulls. They have some. I mean, they have a winning record at home. They've clawed their way back to almost 500 basketball. I don't know if Zach Levine being out really does anything for them. Um, it may make them a better basketball team. I'll Maybe. say that. Um, but just a bad game from the T Wolves, and I guess you know, 
we here in Oklahoma City can thank them for their service Absolutely. to us. Ooh, uh, Badman did the uh, research so we don't have to. December 2nd was the last time they had what? a three-day break, the Oklahoma City Thunder did. <laughs> December 2nd through 6th. Two months ago. Yeah. That's insane. All-star, bla- all-star break, get here, please. Please, please, please. We are working for the All-Star break. This team needs it. Maddie, was that it? Uh, no, I mean, oh, it's the OKC game, but oh, yeah, uh, well. do we really want to go over that one again? We will in the next segment. All right, if that sounds good. To. If, if you're going to twist our arm. We will in the next segment. We will get to a vibe check, and we will get out of here right here on the Franchise First Take Thunder Post Game Show brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Back to the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder Post Game Show presented by U.S. Cellular on 107.7 The Franchise. I was about to say, are we going to get an Eddie sing-along on the basketball show? We might. Do we? We have to let it play out. Oh, course. we will. We will. It's the uh, and then just it's the franchise first take Thunder post game show. Matt Burton, Drake Vitito, Maddie Goldfish. We're just you know we're going down memory lane here with Hawthorne Heights. We're in our feels. You know, it's just it was a tough loss. It was a tough loss for uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. I hope we just fake somebody out and they're like, did we get a new alternative station? But if you want to hear the best alternative, you can turn into 92.9 The Edge, 2 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. We have to have an emo hour. We have to have an emo hour on 92.9. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. We need one. Like it do and I could say. Okay, sorry. All right, sorry. We just had to get it out in our fields. Listen to some Hawthorne Heights. Dude, the About emo the thunder loss. Sick. I'm okay. telling you, man. Sorry, I'm getting carried. Work away. on it, sales guy over there. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> Work on getting it sold, someone. baby. We just need this show to end at like 11:11, so we could tip off the uh, the All American Reject train that we're on right now. <laughs> Absolutely. 11:11 11, 11 p.m. Uh, well, guys, let's uh, let's just fast track it, man. Let's dive straight into it. Let's get a vibe check. You know the. F- Vibes? You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro. Yeah. The vibe's off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I think I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f*** going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's your that's your that's your bad. Let's get a vibe check. Let's go. Let's get a vibe check right here on 1077 The Franchise. Matty G, do you want to start us off? I do because I remember it's bad vibes first. Let's go. You're damn right. Um, I have a couple bad vibes. Oh. Bad vibe number one. Get all that. Why did we let them come back and win this basketball game? Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's bad vibe. Ba- that's yeah. bad vibe yeah. number one. We had this thing locked up. We were rolling. We were playing great. And like you said, Burton, they just turned it into bully ball. And for some reason, we had no answer for it. And so that was pretty frustrating to see. But bad vibes number two, when J-Dub tweaked his ankle a little bit. 
that made me pucker. I was like, yep. uh, no. Not again. What, body, what body part puckered? Uh, I think you know. Yep. <laughs> I think you know. Um, but that would be my my two bad vibes from this evening. Okay. Do you want me to do good vibes or are we going I would, love you. I would love you to do good vibes. Good vibes. It's not even coming from the Thunder because we lost. It was that stinking oop to marketing, dude. Oh, dude. That, that was thing awesome. was fantastic. He literally reached to the stars to grab that sucker and throw it down. That's like awesome. ma- Mad kudos to that. And he has a white man, Jerry Curl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they call that the finish. The finish, right. Jerry Ooh, Curl. I, Jerry I like Curl, Yes. Uh, Drake. Uh, bad vibes is easy for me tonight. I'm going to go one. It kind of pains me, honestly, but I'm going to go Vasa. I'm going to go Big Michich himself. Um, Larry Hoover. Was only able to scrounge 11 minutes tonight. Um, I think the biggest reason, um, and it does come from the stat line, is uh, he did not uh, take care of the ball tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in 11 minutes, he was able to turn the ball over three times and... He's kind of had some stints where he's been a little careless with the with the rock here and there, and it's kept him from getting more significant minutes in a consistent manner. Um, I'm not losing faith, obviously. I'm just saying it's it was a bad game. So um, he's a pro. He's been doing this for a while. I don't think this is something that's just going to become a commonality, but it's just the reason why he didn't see the floor as much uh, tonight. So bad vibes. Vasa Micic. Good vibes? Oh, I'm going to go J-Dub, but I have an honorable mention after I talk about J-Dub. First and foremost, it was just good to see him back after um, his twisted ankle. Um, And it's good to see that he hasn't lost much of a step at all. 10 of 18 from the field, 26 points total, 50% from three-point range, um, five rebounds. Huge shots in the fourth quarter, too. I mean, just... Right after that that little knee scare or whatever he was holding, um, ankle. Um, Five assists, two, one steal. Just... (laughs) He could... I mean, we've talked about the jump that we want to see these guys make. He's doing it. I looked at a shot, like a shot chart, as in like you would see the court itself and you would see the areas in which he shoots the most on the court. Everywhere is green. Everywhere. And I don't know. I don't know if when we can really have the conversation of what is the next step for J-Dub? Because I felt like whatever we thought the next step was for him coming into this year, he's already surpassed it. The efficiency is off the charts. The way he's able to score at all three levels has improved dramatically from last year. Um, He has a a couple of moves. The fallaway shot on the left side of the floor is just money. It doesn't really matter how you guard it. He's just becoming a, a, a total threat on that side. And I don't know, man. It's just, where do we go from here? He's got a sneaky good step back, too. Step back three. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's he had a couple of them tonight. Uh, one for sure, I know. And it's just, it's becoming a go-to. Him and Shea, we've talked about, can get to their step Spots. back threes anytime they want to. Yeah. Because they're so good at getting to the basket that defenders already on their heels. Mm-hmm. And then get to it anytime they want. And it's just a matter of making it. And they, they made it. I mean, Shea was two of three from three. J-Dub. Three of six, like uh, it just—it was. They were on a night. It's just, yeah. it's just the points in the paint killed them. Uh, honorable mention, Oos. Yeah, he also totaled only eleven minutes, but that's more than he's been getting. Um, went perfect from the field tonight. Three of three from the field. Two of two from three point uh, land. Two rebounds. One assist. One steal. One block. Zero. 
turnovers. That's the big thing. Physicality and taking care of the rock are the two things that I think inconsistency that in order for Oost to get minutes, that's what he has to do. If he's consistently making threes, if we just look at his body of work for the Thunder thus far, that's how he got his playing time in the first place, was being able to be a reliable knockdown three-point shooter off the catch. And you saw that tonight. Um, now it's just build upon this game, right? Even though it is a loss. Um, and those spot minutes that you get, those are the kind of minutes that you are going to need to come up with each and every night that, that you do get called up. It's not going to yeah. be every game, but this is how you get consistent minutes and you get back into the rotation like we have seen him get solid minutes since last year. My bad vibes. I got a couple, actually. Um, Gosh, I feel yeah, bad I know. for only having yeah. one. Yeah, we're all we're all going after it tonight. Um, Shea, but not for any of his play. He rhymes. could have had uh, did rhyme. He could have had a clip that was going to play forever and ever right. and ever. That's right. Uh, he absolutely put Chris Dunn in the mixer, had him on Gablinda. skates, and just missed the fifteen footer. And you just you hate to see it because it was such a good move. Making a guy as talented as of a defender as Chris Dunn is, making him just touch the earth, as the kids say. <laughs> touch grass. He touched grass <laughs> there and just missed the shot, or else that clip would be playing over and over on a loop uh, the entire time. Uh, the other bad vibes I had, Aaron Wiggins only 17 minutes. Where's the love? I know. Okay. We've, we've gone from he's only getting 14, we want more, to now it's like, okay, the, the proof of concept is there. He should be getting 20 or more. Yeah. I'm sorry. like yeah. He should definitely be getting 20 or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like that lineup to not close it out, but deep in the fourth quarter, right? You had uh, Wiggins in there with the starters instead of, of Josh Giddy. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, I thought it looked pretty good. thought it looked pretty good for a little bit. And just it, the game it just like gets glove. It, it felt like a glove. And then that's when, you know, Keontae George hit a couple of just unreal threes. So, like, again, tip your cap to Keontae George, the rookie. Uh, for stepping up and hitting some big-time shots there uh, towards the end. My good vibes tonight, though, is Chet Holmgren, man. Uh, again, <laughs> 22 points, eight boards, four blocks, three steals. Uh, four of six from downtown, too. I, I just, uh, again, I said it uh, after the Denver Nuggets game that that was the best all-around game that I think that he's had. I think this one might have topped it. It's just unfortunate that, you know, the Thunder don't come out on top. Um, but I, I just, he, he was awesome on, on both ends too. Like, I, I feel like, we've said this before, but I feel like he gets a little bit extra juice whenever there's someone similar right, like, matchup. But usually it's like, oh, he played really well, you know, with, with Embiid, uh, against Embiid or like when he played against Jokic. Like, he, he's, he gets up for those games. And now, like you mentioned earlier, there's a Walker Kessler across that's, oh, he's the young big man, like up and coming, you know, block shots, do all that stuff. And felt like Chet was like, okay, well, I got some, I got something for that. Part of it, I feel like too, is that we, and we have numerous examples of this, Chet, J-Dub, these guys are very active on the socials, right? I yep. mean, they're, they're who pets. I mean, you can't blame them for, for what they love. Um, you're definitely seeing like, you know, those kinds of accounts that are just, that are just made, tailor-made for just like, oh, 
this person versus this person yeah. and they'll show st- I mean they see all that stuff and so it, it just adds fuel to the fire but it's never a distraction like they it's a good fuel it's not a distraction yeah. at all also the biggest bad vibes too uh, going back to bad vibes going 19 of 37 from 3 51% and losing the game that's just terrible terrible vibes <laughs> the thunder I just I still can't believe that that they shot that well from three and that many of them and uh, ended up losing the game by seven. <laughs> by multiple possessions. Like, just take that stat alone 10 years ago and you would have thought, like, every single one of the players, like, made a deal, sacrificed their soul <laughs> yeah. to shoot that well from beyond the three. Crazy. It's unreal. Drakey, before we get out of here, any final final thoughts? This one stings just a little bit. Um, it stings a lot less because the Timberwolves also lost tonight. Um, but we're kind of getting in. We're kind of ramping up into February here. And this is kind of where all games matter somewhat. Yep. Um, the, the, the immediate ones that I point to coming up in February is the Clippers, the first game after the All-Star break, because that game has instantly became super important because that is the tiebreaker scenario and knowing just where those top four seeds in the Western Conference are. Yeah. Um, every little game makes a difference. Um, I also am going to point to the back-to-back against the Rockets. I don't I don't know if that's early March or late uh, or late um, February, but uh, and that's more of just the picks that um, OKC or the pick, I should say, that OKC has uh, from the Rockets, and they've only played the Rockets once this year, and that was one of my least favorite post games we have done because <laughs> I hate the Rockets. But um, so yeah, every game is starting to matter a whole lot more from here on out. And after the All Star break, everything gets magnified, and I'm intrigued to see how lineups shake up. Um, are we going to see a crunch mm-hmm. in minute? Are we going to see you know an Aaron Wiggins start to get twenty plus more minutes because he's taking minutes away from you know a Jang or someone like that? Yeah. That's those are the things I'm most uh, looking forward to. But I mean, we're here, man. I mean, eighty two game schedule. We are in crunch time now. We absolutely are. Uh, I felt like tonight, like again, I, I read off the the three point numbers and they weren't bad. But uh, again, later late on in the game feel like you could have used an Isaiah Joe. Yes. To space the floor. From, I know they were they were running the zone a little bit. Utah was. Yeah. But, you know, had a couple possessions there. End up with in Giddy's hands from three. That's just, uh, again, that's something that I'm worried about going into these this, this stretch that really matters and then eventually a playoff series. I'm, I'm very, very uh, worried about that. But... Nonetheless, we'll do it all again on Saturday. I don't believe that we will have post game on Saturday. Got a lot of OU stuff yeah. uh, between softball and everything and basketball, everything going on uh, for OU on Saturday. Interested to see if we'll be on on Sunday, though. Uh, maybe a, a 2 p.m. Sunday at the Pay Palace brunch at Flint. Are we Ooh. are we doing this? We might be doing this. I, I Brother, absolutely hope so. I haven't had it yet. I but, absolutely uh, hope so. And I'm falling apart tonight. I can't take it tonight, but Sunday? That was a twofer. Did we get that? That was. Two All-American Rachel That was Fox. a twofer. That was really, really good. Uh, but why out. worry? But Again, why worry? The only, <laughs> the only post-game show that weaves uh, flawlessly, seamlessly, some All-American Reject song titles into uh, 
into their show. And this is the sadly, only one you're going to hear that from. And sadly, even though um, this is the first loss in the last four games, three games, I think they were on a three-game streak. Um, sadly, I think we're going to have one more sad song. <laughs> Maybe even more if they play the cards just, right. <laughs> just have to get one more in there. Matty G, appreciate you yes. uh, filling in tonight. Appreciate you watching the game with us, my man. Thanks always. for letting me hang with the bros. It's oh. always nice when people are up to hang out. Uh, with our guy, Matty G. But that's going to do it for us on the Franchise First Take Thunder post-game show brought to you by U.S. Cellular.